Live from the Blocktopia Bonanza. In the morning, Troy. In the morning, Brian Black. Potassium, uh, potassium, what? Blocktopia Bonanza. Oh, Blocktopia. Okay. You're referring to the good old blockchain. There's a, like a VR, it's a 3D world. It's, uh, it's like Minecraft. Actually, it's more like Second Life. Holy crap. Is this this the in-game footage? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I was imagining like a cheaper version of Minecraft for more blocky, but this actually looks nice. Yeah, I think this is actually, I think Second Life is a better analogy. Um, mm-hmm. this is a game that lets you like build and collect a bunch of garbage on the internet and <laughs> collect a bunch of garbage <laughs> it, I'm sure it uses NFTs for everything and it uses a polygon so it's kind of perfect for having some balance between security sort of credibly neutral and low fees for everything and oh god uh, this game people are gonna make a ton of money on it it's got this whole advertising system built in oh, it's so this 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 just sounds like the intro to a really scary sci-fi we're like odds oh, in the future that won't, what I was won't, that movie <laughs> there was that movie with uh the people who wore the vr headsets and the basically like in a junkyard was it like one game one life or something or one player or something player, player one ready player one Something like that. Yeah, Ready Player One. I got it backwards. Yeah, this is exactly what this is. <laughs> Crypto is the future. It's so they'll have, they'll have land sales soon. Land sales? Yes. You know, they're going to sell a plot of land. Oh, in the game. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. I'm getting like creepy vibes from this. Like it's a really cool concept. I'm just like it oh, is a man. really cool concept. And when when you start selling <laughs> NFTs of your body, oh no. Okay, here's another one that you can actually play today. It's called Decentraland, and this is the most like Second Life. Even in its look, its aesthetic is kind of like Second Life. Yeah, it I works see entirely that. in the browser. It works great. All the content streams in as you're running around. Straight into your mind. Straight into your mind. So you just hook up your uh, your import sock in the back of your skull. And this one goes go. in the back of your head. This one goes in your mouth. This one goes in your butt. This one goes in your ear. <laughs> Those are the important sense sensory inputs it needs and outputs. Yeah. All modules vibrate. Don't worry. So the cool thing is, if these games use um, an NFT. Mm-hmm. that like they didn't create in particular then the cool thing is you can take your shit and leave the game and go to another game with your another shit. game that supports it yeah is that worked out as far as like if you take like it's let's say you got your little nft code and you take it to another game that doesn't like it, it just knows how to interpret it because they're all running like the same interpretation. it's just their interpretation unless the game or the the NFT itself has a file that they support, like USDZ. Okay, US... so sort of like how emoticons are that way, where you know, use emoji in Apple, use emoji in Discord, use emoji in uh, yeah Android. They're all recognized because it's the same code, but then you know the way it displays each smiley face is a little different. Yeah, this is all so early that none of it is set in stone. Mm-hmm. Most of these things are just like tech demos to get investment money and right now all of these these game companies are exploding like everybody's throwing money at it because they think well because it's connected to nfts and it Mm -hmm. gives an nft more utility so not only is it a strong uh, property rights system in virtual space where somebody can legitimately be the owner of something and nobody can take it from them. Um, they can take their shit with them and go to other platforms. So that, that wasn't ever really doable before. 
somebody would have to come up with some kind of standard. So in a way, this the blockchain and this usage model, it's used to coordinate and uh, authenticate ownership of stuff. Yeah, it's using the, the, that same technology, but then just apply it to games, which makes perfect sense. Yeah, it's just a normal game. You would just play it like normal, but the, the level at which the magic blockchain is actually interacting with the game is purely at the like, ownership level. So I don't the more utility the NFT has, the more value it will become. And there's um, these really cool decentralized finance products like Rari Capital has a system called Fusion or Fuse or something. And they let you take um, they let you collateralize an NFT and use it because it's backed by Ethereum. You can mm-hmm. use it to uh, take a loan out against it and you can do other crazy things like every time you create every time you add liquidity i guess this is probably a little too complicated but um they let you double dip more so you can have some money earning mechanism like a uniswap liquidity pool which some it it seems to like make an NFT for some reason of your liquidity pool. It must have parameters in there. NFT of the pool? Yeah. It, I don't really fully understand why they do that. That particular token, the ERC721 or something, whatever the token type is for an NFT, that's used when when you create a Uniswap liquidity pool. I don't really know why, but because it has value that's measured in Ethereum, you can use, you can have the Uniswap liquidity pool earning you money and at the same time use it as collateral for a loan, which is really cool. I'm trying to think because I feel like that means there's a liquidation price. Yeah, but say no matter what, though, uh, it's a little bit more risky that way. It's definitely riskier. Yeah, because if the if there's impermanent loss on the the pair of cryptocurrencies that you're um, adding liquidity to, mm-hmm. I guess if the value of one went down or something, then it would affect the uh, the total value of the collateral in the loan. And if it went below a certain threshold, your um, Collateral would get liquidated, and they would take it, and then it would all be gone. I'm just trying to think, that, like, related to like real life. Like, if I had a painting, and I took insurance on it, so they gave me money for it, so long as nothing happened to it. But then, well, the insurance, like, you know, a loan not on it, that I would pay the painting back if the loan failed. I'm trying to think if, if the money that I took out of it was suddenly less than the painting itself then paying it back would be like, I'd be paying more than the value of the actual painting, which would make me a loss. I think I have that right. Probably have it backwards, yeah. but... No, that sounds about right. It's but basically it's... what happens when you take a car out and you try and return that car immediately. They're going to be like, whoa, 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 the car is <laughs> worth less now. Uh, that's yeah. like a really crude version of it, but that's sort of like the worst case scenario of what you're describing. But... Since it's not a car, its value could increase. It'd be like as if you took a car out and now suddenly the car was worth more because it was used or it was, you know, growing in value over time. And then when you returned it, you got more money back. So it sounds like a tangent that we just went down, but it actually ties back to more of these types of games like Axie Infinity, which Mm -hmm. has a market, a fully diluted market cap of $38 billion. All in ETH. There's $1.8 billion of trading volume per 24 hours. That's the size of this game's ecosystem. It's market. There's thousands of people in the Philippines earning $500 a month playing this game. I was about to say, who is playing this? I've never heard of this game. Not even a whisper. 
You know, back in the day when WoW came out, you always mm -hmm. heard about gold farmers. I didn't, but continue. Okay, there's people that play the game, farm gold, and then will send it to your character when you send them money over PayPal. Oh, yeah, I've heard of yeah, that. Yeah, they can fuck you over for... all the time. Yeah. So in this case, you can have a non-custodial exchange where the funds are guaranteed. <laughs> and um, so that's handled by smart contracts. And then your character, you can actually lend to somebody for a, a cut of their loot. So if you leveled up your character in Axie Infinity, mm -hmm. imagine like a level 80 whatever in World of Warcraft. You, you have this high-end character in Axie Infinity, you spent a ton of time, but you're kind of bored of the game now. So, or maybe you, you, just, you just want to purely make the, the game make you money now. Because you spent all your fun yeah, time. basically you're renting out your character exactly, um, but it's built into the game. It's not this like loose like uh, I hope he sends me money. <laughs> exactly, built in into the architecture. So you can lend out your character with all of its special gear, and then you can come to an agreement to split the loot to you know whatever ratio you come up. Uh, whatever agreement you come up with mm -hmm. and then the game makes you money your characters and stuff and you don't have to sell it completely you can just lend it people can rent it and the game is is all for it because that means their game gets more more people are coming to their game more people are getting value out of it yeah i don't know how the all the tokenomics behind this thing works but it's interesting because i know it existed with world of warcraft I'm sure it exists. But it sounds for like, like it was a not a like there was no no it contract was a, involved. It was very loosey goosey. It was like a gray you, market. And you hope uh, <laughs> you Blizzard hope didn't like it. Deliver. Blizzard wanted to control it all. Yeah, Blizzard is Blizzard post WoW versus before WoW, two different Blizzards. Yeah. Especially when they got bought out by uh, Activision. Yeah. I think they were already heading down that path. There's just another nail in the coffin. It's possible that something like Axie Infinity, but certainly all of these decentralized finance type games, I'm pretty sure their market cap exceeds Blizzard at this point. I don't know that off the top of my head, though. Yeah, I just think that the only problem with all these games is that they're all unknown. And so, like you said, it's, like, it's, it's really popular in the Philippines, but <laughs> that's it. Then how do you break it? How do you break into that? I feel like though it just it would just take one game. It's going to take over all of the games that could potentially use this mechanism. Yeah. It'll just be take one, and then once that's the hot thing, every game will have to adapt it. Here's another one. Illuvium. They want to have Fight huge, for ETH? <laughs> like thirty thousand dollar or no, sorry, thirty million dollar uh tournaments. They want to have like Dota tournaments. So they made a competitive game. Is it the same type of game style? Or ballerina I think, thing? I think it's something like that. It it must be because it seems like the type of game that would be conducive to this. You take turns or something. I don't really know. I've never seen this one. I love it when you look at the the trailer trailer and it has no gameplay footage. Yeah. <laughs> Very suspicious. Let's look at some screenshots. Oh, it's screenshots of the trailer. Hmm. People <laughs> are playing this because they see a money opportunity. Mm. It's it's basically a bunch of gold farmers. All the gold farmers have gone from playing WoW. They're all over here now. They're all doing this. Amongst each other. <laughs> They're all eating off each other's backs, but don't realize that you have to have new blood come in. Oh, there's plenty of new blood. Everybody wants to get in and play a game and make money. All right, check this this other link out. Satellite.im. I think I linked you this before, and it, it still appears to not be ready, but they redid their website, and it looks like someday we will have a Discord competitor. Something where know. it doesn't go through their servers. Mm -hmm. It uses their domain name technically, and I'm sure... That uh, you could rehost this, 
but it's Discord. All the great features of having a web interface versus, or, you know, an advanced interface versus Mumble's uh, frozen in time interface. Rich messaging, audio, video, file sharing. And it distributes across their network, so it's not one place, and it's all encrypted anyway. So even if uh, somebody was to gather up all the pieces, I think it's all peer to peer. But you're receiving the web contents from uh, probably like IPFS or something, mm-hmm. some web servers that they're running that could potentially be decentralized. I doubt it is. But maybe someday, if there's push notifications and satellite.im, when, whenever it launches or a mobile client comes out, maybe, just maybe, it could. No, now that I'm saying it, I don't think it could. I was going to say that maybe it could replace Twitch. Because, you know, after all, Twitch got hacked. There's nothing to hack yeah. with satellite.im. Mm-hmm. You just have wallet addresses. There's no username and email. You just connect your wallet and you're in. Yeah, it's definitely the way of the future to have it. The maybe not serverless is the right way to say it, but distributed, not centralized, and uh, also no credentials. Yeah, to me that's a big deal. No username and password. You just connect your wallet. That's the part that people are gonna. It's gonna be weird for people mm-hmm. if they're use if they're not using something like Brave, where there's a wallet built in, like a native Web three application. But like older browsers like Chrome and Firefox, whatever ships with your operating system, they don't have wallets built in. So well, it makes I think that they're a just going to see it like they're going to treat the wallet like, oh yeah, I just have to create an account, right? And it's a little not exactly the same, but they're going to... No, you literally thing. just click a button mm-hmm. that says connect your wallet and then it's connected. Because if your wallet is part of your browser, as it should be. I'm just saying that people who aren't going to have that, so like you said, Chrome and whatnot, they're going to be like, oh yeah, I've got my digital wallet. They'd have to have MetaMask or something. It's not connected to Chrome. Once they connect the first time, it walks you through it. It sets up a web wallet, so Mm. you don't need a desktop wallet to, you know, like Brave. Um, It's a pretty seamless experience. A lot different for Discord users, but... I'm really excited about this thing. The problem is all the demos that I've used don't really work. Oof. That's not a... That's... <laughs> really many demo that's not working. I've been waiting. I've been so excited about this thing. People yeah, can pay you right within your chat session. The only thing that made Discord explode was the fact you didn't have to have... Um, you didn't have to install a client. Like, that's literally yeah. what killed it for everyone else. So. And there's a mobile client, like a good mobile client. Yeah. Yeah, that combination made it go crazy. Yeah, and then after that, everything else they've done on top of it has just been icing on the cake. They turn it from just a voice chatting text wall form thing to actually, like, communities building around Discord servers. That's all free, quote-unquote. So... You have a lot of cool functionality in your Discord, right? You've got scoreboards and stuff that tie into your stream. No, I don't have any of that stuff. I just I thought you really... had. Well, okay, then in your stream you list all the people in Discord. Yes, I do have that. I have reverse some functionality. Mm-hmm. But that's 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 actually like a third party person that I've given access to my Discord, and so I don't know exactly how they do it, but they are able to whatever channel I'm in, they sort of like have like, they use my account to like be able to fly on the wall. And then that's what makes it pop up on a Twitch chat. Yeah. It probably has some API access that you granted. Yeah, I did. Definitely. There's a lot of bots that are like that too, that you can, they're well-known bots, which is the only why they're reason why they're trusted, but you give it authorization and give it like moderator status in your discord channels. And then it basically can sit in there and 
like if people type a lot of this in a lot of messages or they share a lot of content it like rewards them by saying no oh, you've leveled up in this discord channel or like uh you have it so it um it, like has a single message like oh if you play smash click this button and then as soon as you click the button the bot assigns you the role of like a smash player and so then you get access to all the smash channels that were originally hidden pretty fancy but it's you know it is opening yourself up to this third party so you have to sort of pray and hope that they're not gonna exploit your account do they reset all the api tokens after the compromise for twitch yes they went ahead but you know okay technically okay so whoever hacked it probably got in and hid themselves you know like they were in there a while before they actually did anything and then once the timing was right they took what they wanted exploited it and then moved very quickly to do whatever you know what it was uh, which is why everybody's like uh amount of money they made all got posted on the web immediately because they're just like oh here you go um and then twitch you know there's some time that twitch had to figure out what happened and then, then they're like, oh, this is what happened. Should we tell the public? <laughs> then there's a decision, yes, we should. And then you find out about a week, maybe a month later, you, if you know if everybody gets their job passed. And uh, by then, you're totally screwed if they wanted to screw you. So they did, they did, they announced like everybody, hey, we're resetting all keys, resetting all passwords, we're recommending it. But, you know, technically, if you were... You've already been exploited at this point if you were targeted. I think Twitch unsubscribed me from you because I used to get a push notification every time you streamed and I would watch. They didn't unsubscribe you, but there's been issues like that where it's not um it's been notifying like months. people. Yeah, I yeah. haven't I I just forgot about your stream because I haven't seen a notification. I yeah, so I, I saw it one night and then I joined it again. I've been getting the same thing where like I go, that person's streaming? I didn't even get a notification. Like, I'm following yeah. them and everything. They used to so be really good. just you. Yeah, just be on top of things. I don't know what's changed. Hmm. What, uh, what's, do you see, you see this in the chat? What's a crypto tech software? What chat? And, uh, and hold gang. Oh. <laughs> um, should I be looking at that right now? I mean, just if you know, do you know what that what you're talking about? What's a crypto tax software? Um, there is a company called Token Tax, and you put your wallet in there, and it tries to calculate all of the transactions and the price at that time, and figure out um, how much you should pay, or else they're going to come with guns and take it. Okay, so they're just jail. trying to figure out how much you owe the government based on like crypto. Is crypto treated like stocks, or is it treated like uh, yeah, something like that? Okay, because like I, so I figured short term so capital they don't gains, really know. long term. Mm -hmm. They just started doing that in like 2018. Okay, okay. I was I saw they were passing laws to try and like crack down on that. It was a totally ridiculous law, but I think. I think that'll go away because it's just it's, it's unreasonable what they're asking yeah ultimately there's nothing they can do yeah it's the whole point okay but yeah this you hope for a more secure solution to twitch youtube looked like they were gonna be a competitor but the problem is there they kill it no there's there's a couple reasons why you know, like how notifications, like you haven't gained those for Twitch, but like that's that's something recent. I'm pretty sure will get resolved. YouTube, it's like confusing as hell to know when somebody's actually streaming versus you're just looking at their videos. Like I, I know a couple people who stream to YouTube. I have no idea when they're streaming until it's like after they're done and then it pops up. Oh, they did a new video. Like, wait, what? Where? When did? When? When are they streaming? Kind of thing. And then when you're in there, all there is is just, just chat kind of thing. It's not a lot of uh, the whole thing that makes Twitch money is that they can have a lot of features to make it like community building, like custom icons that you can emojis kind of thing that you can dump into your chat. Uh, you can pull ones from other channels. So if you want to keep using their emojis, you got to keep you know subscribing to them monthly. Kind of like running your own insurgency server. 
Yes. Or any custom game server that you put a bunch of time and custom stuff into. You're mm-hmm. saying that is actually effective at keeping customers? I know, right? I mean, I thought it would be about locking it down, making sure no one can change anything. Or host a server. Or host, or even host a server. Yeah, you want to make sure you keep it out of their hands so the baby doesn't, you know, cry. Have you and just played Back for Blood? I've downloaded it. I haven't played it yet. No custom servers. Yep. You know, because they learned that lesson from Left 4 Dead 1. Look how well... Look, like, they came barely went anywhere, so they've learned their lesson, and now... No custom servers. Yeah, I, I think this game, from what I've from what I've read though, I haven't played it yet, is that if it's a group, a lot of fun because you know you're playing with your friends and it's a lot of you have to you have to work together as a team. You can't be like guns blazing and, and beat the whole game by yourself. But on the flip side, if you are by yourself, this game has literally no value. It is a nightmare to play if you're solo with strangers or if you're just solo. Supposedly there's like some kind of single player or something or you just play the game but by yourself with like bots. But it's like a nightmare. It's it's not good at all, which I think it's only going to get hype from people who want to play Left 4 Dead 3 essentially. And then unless... Unless this game is like that fun to play with your friends, I don't know if it's going to last very long. Not nearly as long as uh, Left 4 Dead 2's legacy has been. Almost like they should have had custom servers in Back 4 Blood. Ones yeah. that you play with more than eight people. Or customize crazy, the game yeah. as you see fit. Crazy maps where Johnny Bravo is the tank. And <laughs> yeah, Disneyland. You're playing yeah, Disneyland. <laughs> yeah, Disneyland is the best that's the best example right there that map is yeah. so intricate oh, the detail on that map is, is just insane especially I hadn't been to Disneyland since I was like four and I barely remember it and I played the Disneyland map and I was like oh what's all these areas like, I didn't know where, where I was because I don't remember Disneyland and then I went recently like not last year last year in COVID last last year and I was like Oh yeah, this is that part in the game. Like I knew where I was because of the game, not because of uh, actually knowing where I was. That's cool. So you also know where all the secret passages are. Yeah, I started going. You know, I jumped off the the boat ride on the It's a Small World After All. I got pretty far until one of those uh, one of those headbangers. <laughs> they called. Damn it. Um, you snuck off the ride, and then a boomer took you. Not a boomer. What's what's the crap? I'm always seeing to kill those things as fast as you can. Spinner? They, not the spinner. The Smoker. one that jumps on you. No. The head jockey? Hunter. The jockey, yeah. One of them jockeys jockey. got me. He had the uh, the employee shirt on, but then I got kicked out of Disneyland from that. Uh-huh. <laughs> Just like in the real game. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I, I don't... I'm assuming then that Black for Blood, I keep on saying Black for Blood, Back for Blood uh, is not going to have any of that kind of customization, so good luck. Yeah, yeah they've got no, that whole no queuing, the queuing system. It's kind of like uh, Slipgate has that. Have you played, or Splitgate, have you played that? I haven't been playing it recently, but I played it a whole lot when you showed it to me. That game, the only thing I... Like, it's a fun game. I like the way it feels. It feels good. I like how quick and easy it is to pick up weapons and stuff. Like, it feels very much like Quake uh, would have been that kind of style shooter with, like, a little bit of element of teams. And a tiny jetpack. And a tiny jetpack, yeah. My only cons- problem, though, is, like, the whole thing about this game is that it's it's guns with portals, right? But first-person shooters are already complicated enough. You add portals to the mix. I forget I have them. <laughs> I'm just running around, just like killing people as fast as I can. Oh, you'll get I used for- to it. Well, I mean, like, I feel like I'm not able to utilize them. I use it all the time. Their- okay. Like every time I'm in a game where the guys are just better than me and they kill me all the time, I use portals and I just, I get super cheap. I get a rifle, and I shoot through portals, or I wait. Like I'm just totally outmatched. I'll just mm-hmm. be a cheap piece of shit. And I'll just wait like halfway inside my portal. And when somebody comes by, I shoot them real fast. And then I jump through the portal and close it. <laughs> <See ya. laughs> 
I'm just like a little ankle biter and I, I warp around the map like that <laughs> until I get a kill. I must say they, they should do a tutorial where like you get that feeling of like, I think the first game I played, I was like, okay, I got to try this out. I shot the portal behind the guy, ran around the corner, shot the portal on the wall. And then I was looking at his back and then yeah. shot him. Like, that's like, okay, that's the, that's the whole point of this game is that you are now have to not just look in front of you, but look for any portals that get shot out. Yeah. Like that to me, it's like if you're if you're being efficient with the portal gun, you're doing that all the time. And now it's not just three dimensions you have to worry about; it's three dimensions plus portal dimensions. And <laughs> four dimensions. It's non-linear sense, combat. Non-linear combat. Yeah, that's the best way to I put think. it. I think. I think that's how you do it. It's not well. Yeah, because it, the person doesn't have to necessarily be in front of you. Like you could shoot at them, and then. They can just turn to their side and then fire through a portal that they placed behind you that you didn't see. So mm -hmm. now your enemy is no longer in front of you, although they could be, but they're also behind you. Yeah, there's. It's not necessarily a fixed path from like, oh, they must approach to approach me. They could they could yeah. shoot something behind me, and now they're approaching from behind me. That's a mind fuck. I I would be really interested to see like somebody who's really good at this. And utilizing the portals too to like what kind of gameplay is that? I think We've been be playing crazy. on Friday nights. You should join. It's I like should all night, join. So. And the cool thing about Splitgate is you can join anytime. Once you hop in the party, you just wait until the the current round ends, and then you get dragged into the next one. Okay, so if you've got a party, then it'll make room for you, basically. Yeah, you can't screw it up. You could even drop out. It'll requeue. It's a good system. Yeah, I wish uh, Nintendo would do the same, but that's another discussion. But yeah, that's that's the way to do it. Party system and just wait for the next game. Is there so a it, Nintendo it, game? What are you referring to? Oh, well, Splatoon 2 has the same thing as a 4v4 kind of like first-person shooter for Nintendo, but they are so like 15 years in the past on how to play with your friends. <laughs> the friend code? Not, not even that. I'm like, once you already are friends, just getting in a party, quote unquote, is a is a nightmare. Okay, so first off, you can't you can't start as a party. You can't join the game together. One person has to join the game, and then everybody has to join on them. And that wouldn't be so bad, like if there was a lobby and everybody was waiting. But usually, when you join a you know a public game, the game just takes off. It's like, okay, we got eight people, go. And so no matter what, your friends are going to have to wait three minutes. That's how long a game lasts until they can join the next game with you. And even then, there's no guarantee because let's say you've got three friends or are, are partying up with you, trying to join on you. There has to be three open slots the next game. So three people have to leave. Wait, it doesn't do the math already? No, it doesn't. 15 years in the past. That's, that's Nintendo Online. But is there a queue or does it just completely fail for everybody? Does it mixed put... results? It does do a queue, so it says waiting for a spot to open, and as soon as spot opens, it pushes you in. But I've seen it before where it's like waiting, oh no spots found, exiting. <laughs> it's like what? And then you and you join back in again, and it's like oh waiting for the game match to end, and then it's it's uh, messed up. Email them. <clears throat> Is this a... it's 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 the kind of thing that where everybody complains about it. So it's not like they don't know. This isn't. I just first ahead. party is it? Yes, it's Nintendo Nintendo franchise. It's not like the same people who made Mario and whatnot, but it's owned by Nintendo and yeah, try and email by Nintendo. I emailed them about their store when yeah, the, the Switch came out, and they I had this whole list of like, uh, I'm like, basically it's got to be like Steam. Where if you want people to dump hundreds of dollars of games, you got to have two-factor authentication and mm -hmm. the ability to on, yep. not have to enter your password every time or the ability to save a credit card. Basically, everything on my list, every single item, somebody there recognized those as good ideas and then accomplished every single one. Yeah, I noticed. I, know, I remember you telling me about that before they implemented it. And then when they finally did implement it, I was like, oh. Your email got through. Yeah. He listened. Even like the weird modal option things. I don't remember what it was. I just proposed like, oh, well, what if I didn't have to fucking log in every single time and it saved my credit card? What if I could just push a button to buy a game like Steam? 
and they did it. It was really bad when it first started. It was fucking yeah, it, awful. It, exactly what you're saying. You enter your password every time. If you went out of the e-store real quick to look at something, then went back to the e-store, enter your password again, and it didn't save your credit card. It's like, at the same time, if they ever got hacked, there'd be nothing to hack because there was nothing saved. Yeah. But it's like, come on, modern day, you, you want to just buy it, go, go, go. Yeah, and two-factor authentication. It's a must. Yeah, and that, it had that too, which was nice. Wait, is it two-factor, or is it just the first time? I'm not, not, I'm not so sure if they had two-factor. It's been a while. No, it's an option with my Nintendo account. Okay, I logged good. in, like in the web interface, there was two-factor as an option. I set it up. And time-based one-time passwords, not just some bullshit with a phone number, because mm-hmm. then somebody can port your number and then still steal your, your stuff. Yeah, that's that's Platoon, and uh, it's it's not what's what's even more of a slap in the face. So that's the regular game mode. There's a league game mode where, like, once you are good enough, like you have enough high high enough level, of the game determines you're not newbie anymore. Um, you can enter like more serious gameplay, and that has a party system that can create games and load you up all at the same time. So it's not like they didn't build the architecture. They just don't want to apply it to their friendly game type. Does that make sense what I'm saying? Sorry, repeat that again. So in the league, which is what they call it, like it's, a, it's like the more, more serious game, game mode. They have a party system. So you can party up together and then join the game together. They have all that architecture that's more for modern games, like you're describing with Splitgate. So it's not like they haven't built it. Like it's not like they're like, oh, we haven't gotten around to it. They have it already. They just don't apply it to the regular game mode. Like it's a conscious decision for them to say, no, we're not going to do that. Yeah, two different queuing systems. So it's just, it's just like it's just it's everybody just sort of deals with it, but it's it's so annoying. It's such a relic of like old style games. I don't remember yeah. people complaining when we had to manually join a server. <laughs> yeah. Well, what's the IP? Or you had to, even before, we didn't know about IPs yet. You had to be like, what's the name? Refresh yeah, your list. What's the name? <laughs> and you scroll down. That was scroll, a pain scroll, in the scroll, ass. scroll, but scroll, scroll. Maybe we didn't complain because we didn't know any better. Didn't, didn't know any better. There wasn't anything better at the time. There wasn't. <laughs> there wasn't. Yeah. That was the this, state this, of the art. That's just online gaming. This is just it. All we have to do is manually scroll through a list of 1,500 servers. No, don't hit update. That resets the list. It's hit refresh. (laughs) Don't pull the whole list again. Just refresh it. Oh, my God. I remember that for Half-Life, the Half-Life browser. Oh, yeah. And that Half-Life browser, it wasn't like a normal computer interface, like a desktop operating system interface where you could like scroll. I'm pretty sure you had to like hit little up and down arrows. Oh, was that? I think it was. Click? I think it was. No, maybe there was a scroll bar. But I, what I did notice was once they went to Half Life Two, mm-hmm. they added that whole like Windows environment, multi window yeah. system with scroll bars and scroll, scroll wheels were definitely not standard yet. So it was definitely you had to click the arrow button and hold it down to scroll yeah, to that list. It was bad. Wan. <laughs> That's right. It was on the Wan network, whatever that was. I was looking at um, archive.org, looking at mm-hmm. Mplayer. Do you remember Mplayer? I never got to play on it, but I remember you showing me on Rogue Spear. Yeah. It was like Mplayer or GameSpy. It became GameSpy. Wasn't it bought, out, bought no, by No, there's GameSpy and something else. And then GameSpy like, took over mm-hmm. whatever the something else was. I don't remember what it was. And Mplayer was its own thing still. And... I don't know what happened to Mplayer. They just went out of business one day. I just remember games. I don't know if it was Mplayer. I want to say it was GameSpy because they were like the big name back then. I don't know how online worked because I remember I, me and my brother would hook our computers up together. So we'd play just one-on-one or whatever the game was. And so I remember I downloaded this like free Nerf game. Like it was a demo and it only had like a certain amount of levels, a certain amount of certain number of guns and we were just checking it out i created a room for him to join locally you know just a local arena only 
and we're playing and then at some point I realize there's a third person and I was so confused because there's no bots there's no bots yeah. in these games it's just only players and I was like oh that's so cool the game uh, periodically adds bots or something but the name wasn't like a like a I don't know how to describe it. like a, it wasn't like a typical bot name like Dave or whatever it was like like somebody's like gamer tag and then I realized because the, then it said this person has left the game and I went what the heck how did they join our local game and then I realized I had GameSpy running in the background and so yeah. I was like did they join somehow because like did it broadcast my game and they just joined it they were tunneling our connection or something they would like tunnel traffic from a certain port whatever the yeah, game it was, was they'd create a tunnel really weird and then that was how they added uh, internet support to land games and that's how they got Xboxes before Xbox Live was a thing. That's got the, right. Yeah. So you'd plug in your original Xbox into a computer that ran Games uh, Game Spy Arcade or something. And, or was it some, there was some other system. There might have been one for PlayStation also, but there was also an emulator for PlayStation. But, I just remember it was breaking edge to be like, wow, a console game is online. This is so yeah. crazy. It's like ha- being hacked. The the Xbox could connect to the internet. That's the crazy thing. It had the ability to get updates. The Nintendo sixty four did as well, but you had to get no. an adapter that they never sold in the US. It was it was Japan only. Wait, and it was had... never meant to play online though. It was meant to just like Were there software updates? Not software updates. It was like meant for like go to the message board and talk about Nintendo garbage board? or whatever. How'd you type? <laughs> I don't know. I just know it was it had functionality to go online. But it was only released in Japan, and it was not anything you would think of to use for the internet for. It was like like one game used it or something like that. It was not not really... Like, we would think, oh, do you use it to update your games? No. Do you use it to play with other people? No. This just, just was like a, pretty much a total experiment on their end. Yeah, that was so long ago. Nobody did software updates over the internet. Yeah, you, you released a game and that was it. <laughs> if there was yeah. something broken, oh well. I remember when some software update came out for uh, Rogue Spear or like Rainbow Six. They had a patch. Mm-hmm. I don't remember what it changed, but it was like it was needed for M player. I've already like changed the way it handled uh, networked games, kind of thing. Yeah, there were definitely issues with certain games like Ghost Recon. If mm-hmm. you didn't have the patch installed and you looked left and right when you ran, it caused your whole body to pivot, like move like 10 feet left, 10 feet right. <laughs> so it made it so that you couldn't get shot just by wiggling your mouse around. Because the body, like the, let's just say the camera was somehow like pivoting out at the end of your gun. Mm-hmm. The body was pivoting out there but the access point that it was pivoting from was behind the body. So when you looked left and right, it was actually dragging the body around on the ground. It was very strange. So that's what they had to update. That was 2000, maybe 99. No, 2000 something. To me, Ghost Recon still sounds like a new game because from my my perspective, but I just think I was like, oh, 2000. They had so many versions. It's 21 years ago, and that was the first iteration of it. Do I, I, they still come out with Ghost Recon games? I'm trying to think. I don't think so. I think it's all Rainbow Six. They just condensed yeah, Rainbow the name. Six the name just got back. too long. Rainbow Six Ghost Recon. Rainbow Six is a longer word, though, right? Yeah, but go, Rainbow Six is... It all comes from those uh, the books, I think. The books. Mm-hmm. Tom Clancy books. Just a more recognized brand. Well, like the first game, it was... Tom Clancy's Rainbow Six. <laughs> that yeah. was the full title of the game. And then Eagle Operations or something. Eagle Eye or something. Yeah, that was the... Uh, the space mission one. The expansion... Like space mission? Was there well, there was, there was uh, a space shuttle. Oh, okay. Yeah, I know there was an expansion set that like added a new single-player content, but didn't really add much for multiplayer, right? Just... Maybe new guns. New maps. Probably some different guns. Nothing too crazy. You used to... Oh, no, there were no servers for that. But you hosted it, for sure. 
What game? Uh, Rainbow Six. Mm, there wasn't a no. dedicated server, but we one of us would create the server every time. It would have been there you because I didn't. I didn't have. Uh, I had dial-up and uh, free dial-up, so there's no way I'd be hosting. Okay. Have we talked about uh, the newest game that just got released? Back for Blood? Yeah. We just talked about it. Oh, I'm totally blanking out already. Oh, that's right, because that's how less of the whole server thing about servers. I was like, did we talk about it? Okay. Yeah, stupid Turtle Rock Studios. Yeah, I, I just was like, I used to live in Turtle Rock. I mean, Turtle Rock, Arizona. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so I'll be checking that game out. Uh, I'll let you know how I feel about it. I know the, the the crew I usually play Left 4 Dead 2 with, they're all interested in getting it, so we want to check it out. So I'll let you know with a full report next time. Yeah, I'm waiting for support on GeForce now. Because I stream all my games now. Oh, that's right. So you might have to wait a week. I mean, I can't yeah. imagine they wouldn't be ready to just install it. It's not like... Uh, it's any more intensive than any other game that's on there right now. I just don't think it was high enough profile for them to do it on like release day. Cause they did uh, release day launches with um, other games. Mm-hmm. Bigger names. Yeah. I just checked right now. It's not on there. What a shame. Yeah. Oh well. What have you been uh, watching? I've got, Two shows I've been watching. What are you up to? Um, Lucifer. Oh, that Fox show. Is that what based you... on a comic or something? I don't know. I just well, tell me what you think about like that show first. Maybe maybe I'll um, maybe you can convince me. <laughs> it's interesting seeing like biblical references on TV, but it's mm. kind of subversive. What do you mean by subversive? like probably heretical or something i don't know it's it's probably offending some <laughs> orthodox something or other well like, i don't know it's interesting like uh is it following like a formula or is the total formula okay, okay. it's the femboy and yeah. the powerful woman. Oh, strong woman from um Wait, I thought we were talking about South Park. Why are we talking about Castle now? Yeah, exactly. Or Chuck. <laughs> or Chuck. It's, it's the It's the strong woman formula from South Park and the cowering man. <laughs> yeah. So the cowering man always runs and hides and the strong woman goes and punches full-grown men and her mm-hmm. bones don't break. Yeah. And uh then she shoots them sometimes. Yeah, oh yeah. I just realized Lucifer's, how many shows follow. Oh, go ahead. There's, there's, yeah, there's so many fucking shows that follow that. It's uh it's programming. Lucifer's in, invincible. Yeah. He you mean like he's supposed to be or just see by canon he is. No, he he is in the show. Okay. So it's like a, a fact that he can just not care. Yeah, I'm thinking yeah, the first the one I can think of that had that formula would have been X-Files. Because, uh, mm-hmm. think about it, Scully's the... Well, I'm, I'm always going to mix up. Scully's the woman, right? Or Scully the man? That's the woman. Okay, so Scully is the considered to be the FBI agent that's taken very seriously. Mulder is the FBI agent, quotation marks, who is crazy and always getting into trouble and seen as a weak character really he's got he's right he's got you know he knows that there's something out there and the truth whatever but it's skull who's the strong character in fact they even talked about after the show had you know done and aired uh scully gets to hold a gun he never got to fire a gun it always gets kicked out of his hands well Mulder's the one running around clearing rooms shooting you mean scully i'm getting them so mixed up scully is the man right no that's damn it scully's the woman yeah. Okay, so Scully's the one that always got to run around, clear rooms, shoot the gun, chase huh. after bad guys. Mulder, he's he he even the actor even said it, like he never gets to hold a gun and then when he does, it instantly gets like kicked out of his hands for some reason. 
And so it's it's always Mulder knowing on. what's really going on, oh. the, whoever the guy is, knowing yeah. what's going on, but gets into trouble because of it. And then Scully has to come and save him. Huh. And then I feel like that's the earliest show I can think of that followed that format. There might have been earlier shows than that, but like that I knew were popular. Um, but yeah, now that I think about it, uh, Chuck was that way. The show I'm watching right now, Fringe, is that way. It's a strong female character. Oh, yeah, I watched the, Fringe. It totally is. The, yeah, you're right. The guy from Dawson's Creek. <laughs> Lucifer. Yeah, as soon as I saw Lucifer, I'm seriously Fox, I was fucked like, up. I already know what the show's going to be about. I think it's it's the kind of thing where, like, strong macho character and, and weaker feminine characters, like, oh, no, everybody does that. So we're going to do the opposite. But then when everybody's for doing the opposite, years? for twenty years, for twenty years, when everybody's doing the opposite, now it's no longer, no longer what everybody else is doing. It's what everyone is doing. <laughs> but yeah, I didn't think about that too. You brought it up right now. I'm like there are a lot of shows that follow that formula over and over I, well, again. Well, I think when you haven't been exposed to it for so long, like me, mm-hmm. and then you start, like I watched just a couple of shows, I realize the 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 Matrix. I see the code, and. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I can't wait for that movie to come out. Those brothers oh, are fucking yeah. crazy now. I I hope it's, I have, I hope it's good. Which I feel like is you always. Want I to hope it's good. It totally could be. It could be good because they're retelling the story with like a new twist. Yeah. As long as they just do the same story right, with with a total, they need to do the twist. The twist. Mm-hmm. That's the key. If they do the twist and they just follow the formula. It should be a good movie. Yeah. What are they do at the end, though? They're going to do something to fuck it up. Don't insert your beliefs into it or make a stance about something. I feel like it. You think it, they could avoid that? I really doubt it. I know. I'm just, I'm being hopeful. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I just imagine now I could be seeing it in the theater and be like, okay, this is pretty cool, pretty nice. And then uh, Neo says, I'm not a wo- I'm not I'm not a man, and then he morphs <laughs> right into another actress. <laughs> it, it's the Matrix, after all. And, it's, so and just write totally Neo possible. out completely. It's now Nia, no Nix. <laughs> Nix is now in charge, and uh, is omni powerful for no reason. Nix. <laughs> oh my god, uh, that's a good spot to end. Okay. <laughs> Nix is Ugh. coming to town. Bring your wallet. Wait, wait, wait. What's your website? You can find me at yort.org, Y-O-R-T dot O-R-G. Or and, your uh, hacked Twitch domain. Or my hopefully unhacked Twitch account, twitch.tv slash Troy C-N-N-N. And bringyourwallet.com slash contact for feedback and suggestions. Bringyourwallet.com slash donate to support the show. Share the show. See ya. Good night.